0: This week's episode is brought to you by Humango, Super League Triathlon's official AI coaching partner. Humango is a unique training platform that will improve athletic motivation and performance because it understands how we train and why we train. Hugo, their AI assistant, understands your goals and changing commitments to continuously build an adaptive training plan with regular guidance for athletes of all levels. Hello and welcome to a very special short shoot show where we're coming to you from many different countries just at the moment. From the UK, from Poland and from here in Munich where we're getting ready for the second round of the Championship Series. And joining me for this one to talk about everything that happened in London and what is going to happen in Munich is the Scorpions team manager and my co-commentator Chris McCormack who's branded up as always in his gear. The Eagles team manager who has a little bit of work to do and is in an unfamiliar position of having to chase... Coming into Munich, Tim Don is here, and one of my co-commentators, and the woman on the black carpet, Vicki Holland, joins us as well. And we're going to start, guys, with the women's. Let's go back and have a, a debrief of what happened in London and what we think that means then for Munich and, and moving forward. So uh, it was, Macro, I've got to start with you on this one, first of all, because um, your Scorpions were dominant from the beginning, soaking up all the short shoots. There were some real tactics involved there. Were you happy with how your Scorpions team went? You ended up first and third as well.
1: Look, I think when we start opening with the women, you could see by the team selection, the great draft selection by myself to pull in uh, both Cassandra and Georgia Taylor-Brown into the team. Um, we were going to have big assets. And with Emma Jeffcoat, who was our biggest point scorer over the weekend, it was just a, a great yeah, a, a great opening round. We knew the men were going to be difficult with the loss of Vincent, but we... we we learn a lot from Tim. I know we said that in the last short shoot show. I think last year, Tim understanding the breakdown of, of that, of the points across the single disciplines. And, and I think more than that, having those team meetings prior to an event and having the athletes understand what they need to do, because, you know, you get in racing mode on race day and you don't think of, you know, we're so used to racing as individuals where chasing, you know, moving past one individual in the swim can be so beneficial to the point. So that was sort of the instructions we gave going into that race it was like, let's accumulate points where we can, be aggressive in the swim, go after those bike points and run points. And overall, that's sort of where we did make up a lot of our point scoring in those individual disciplines, especially on the swim and Emma getting a lot on the bike, going after that fastest bike split.
0: Yeah, was she was she um, instructed to do that? Because she picked up second in the swim. She's a fantastic swimmer, but... She, she hung back on the bike, and I spoke to her this morning. We actually went for a swim together, which, can I say, is not a good thing to do if you're nearly 40. <laughs> I'm impressed, Well, I'm impressed. Together, actually, or
2: in the same pool at the same time?
0: I was on her feet for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Off the dive. I, have to say, okay, I, just, I had to play the recording 15 minutes because I still had pool water dripping out my nose. <laughs> Feel a little bit like a drowned rat, but... Was, was that a, was that a directive from from you? Because Emma said I was so easy to get the fastest bike split, like no one else was even thinking about it too much, and I just sat myself in the right spot and made sure I did the fastest lap. And as you said, eighteen points added to your total of one hundred, Macca.
1: Yeah, well, that was a conversation we had in the team meeting the day prior. I think we all agreed that Cassandra and, and GTB would be our general classification athletes looking to to go after the wins at the pointy end. Um, you know, to Emma's credit, she said she's had a rough run coming into this. She she had to go back to Australia um, and, and her preparation hasn't been superb. So she said, look, I'm in great swimming form. Why don't I go after some, some points on the individual basis? And if I'm in the hunt to get some additional points, let's do that. And so I think that whole dynamic worked for us. So she was instructed to, to be really aggressive in that opening swim to try and chase a short shoot and potentially get those points where we could. And hang back and go after a bike, a bike time, which she did do. And then we we're able to allocate that short shoot off to Kathea Shaya, who moved past three or four athletes to move herself into, I think, I think she got 10th or 9th, 10th place, which uh, which was fantastic. So she was sitting in 13th, 14th place. So so the short shoot for us this year was it was I, I love the manager's being able to allocate those short shoots because it was a it comes down to thinking on your feet and, and trying to make sure you can get those those maximum points in it. And it didn't disrupt the front of the race, which was which was lovely to see.
0: Tim Don, how do you feel your eagles when you had some pretty bad luck in the women's? Um, but outside of that, what I know that you had a big meeting with both the women's and the men separately, and uh, and took them through every single part of the day's racing. With the women's, you had some bad luck, which which set you off on the on the wrong foot.
3: Yeah, we started out well, and I think Maka hit the nail on the head. You know, you, you find these gems of athletes who commit to the team, and last year we had Vittoria Lopez. And this year, definitely, Maka and the Bahrain victorious have got Gemma, um, Emma Jeff I mean, Sean Rainsley for the whole of that swim was sat there beautifully in second, and I was getting excited. And then Emma just went rounder with like six or seven meters. She's got a racing hat on, and she knew track position and points are important. Um, yeah, we started out well. We had um, I think we had three in the lead group Um, and then unfortunately on the first corner um, there was a a Sean fell off Um, and then later in the race um, uh, non-Stanford's helmet um, her buckle came off her strap so by the time she fixed it or tried to fix it the 90 seconds had elapsed so she was out the race as well and then we have a young athlete with um, Sarah Roll who you know She was always going to be on the back foot racing, this kind of racing. But, you know, she really dug in and she hung in there for for longer than she thought she could. So I think she'll grow throughout the series. Is she going to get any points? I I don't think so. But as an athlete, it's really important to have um, someone like that in your team, you know, um, yeah, to to learn. But yeah, no, we struggled in the women's, but, you know, we only got one point scorer. So, you know, looking at the overall team points on the women's side, you know, if, if... if none finishes and so does Sean doesn't crash, we, we're going to jump up. You know, we're going to grab a handful of points because they're top 10, top 12, top 10 women, you know, contenders. But um, it was a shock to them. It, it was. Um, you know, I've, I've been messaging them this week and um, Sean's um, injuries are, are OK. Um, you know, she had a nice bike ride and mid, mid-bike ride yesterday. She jumped in a lake with some of, the, some of the Eagle men. So I don't know. Um, they're definitely enjoying themselves in Munich. But, um, yeah, it, it was tough, but take nothing away from the Scorpions. They learned from the best. What can I
0: say? What can I say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some big gaps there already. So and long may it continue, I suppose, from, from Macca's point of view. Vicky, you were in the commentary box. How did you see the, the women's play out? I mean, what, what I really noticed and one of the biggest things we took away, I mean, on two sides of the coin, is that Taylor Spivey is a genuine contender. And to be fair, with, George, with Cassandra Bogram not racing in Malibu, She's effectively the clubhouse leader at this point, having taken second ahead of Georgia Taylor-Brown. And the other thing is that Beth Potter seems to be off the pace. So there's two things that I think we should probably discuss. Vicky, what's your point of view on how the women's race played out?
2: Yeah, first off, we should address Taylor because she was fantastic, I think. We've known for a long time Taylor's got fantastic, consistent results over a really long period of time, but she's not stepped up to that really top level in a little while now she's had I think she said herself after the race she's had quite a lot of fourths and fifths in the last year or so but this race she did so many things well and especially those transitions in Super League transition is a whole discipline of its own if you mess that up you really are on the back foot and every single time she got herself to the front of the transition zone especially the two times they had to rack their bike and run down to the swim she was always there first had a hat and goggles on first she was just really swift at doing that and that put her in like an amazing position for the whole race so she really just delivered super super well across swim bike run and transitions put herself in that second place on the day and then you come to Beth Potter and I'd say what Beth really messed up was just swim one and that shows how much that can impact a day as well. She didn't have a great swim one. She was pretty solid, really, across the board the rest of the day. But she lost so much time because their pack was 15 seconds behind when they came off the bike in round one. And that was it then. That that gap kind of stayed pretty similar for the rest of the day. So again, it just shows that one really off discipline can really affect you. Don't say that to Matty Hauser because obviously he uh, he bucked the trend massively. When we come back and talk about the men, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I think what Beth did was just have a bit of a rusty start, and from there on in, she was good. But it was almost too late.
0: Yeah, she ended up 70 seconds back. So I guess once the elastic band starts to stretch, it can snap, and you can still find yourself way back as the as the pressure goes on at the front. Uh, Maka, your thoughts on mm-hmm. those two as well? Because I mean, I, I really like what Taylor brings. I think she's going to excel when we get to Malibu, uh, if the, especially if there's a bit of surf there. But you know, she could be a real contender for this one. And she seems to be racing with some freedom that we haven't seen for a while.
1: And she's going to be very, very comfortable going home to Malibu. She grew up on those beaches. She is an open water beach swimmer. She's a lifeguard. So she felt very, very comfortable there. She actually said that in the conversation I had with her at breakfast. She's excited about Munich this weekend, she, she she's going to really bounce off that London result. I think she surprised herself. She went in very, very focused. You saw that, as you said, Vicky, in, in the way she marched through transition, the way she positioned herself, where she got off the bike, she put herself always at the front of those groups, never drifted too back, always thinking of the next the next discipline, which is what you need to do in Super League, right? Especially this week coming to Munich, where we have an enduro format, the next discipline, planning that while you're in the last one is going to be critical. So... I think she's the form athlete i think i think she took a lot of people by surprise and i i think she's also that type of athlete that's going to build like a a snowball off this i I saw her walking around after the race she's like you know what i've got a chance of winning this series this year and i'm in the form to do it and and with cassandra stepping out as you said for malibu it opens it right up for a gtb taylor spivey sort of showdown with beth potter coming back in the mix because i do i'm not going to turn my back on beth i do agree with vicky she had a she had a really, really rough opening stage and uh, she played chasings for the rest of the day. She was isolated with that pursuit start at the end, so she didn't have anyone to work with. And little things like that can change an entire race for an athlete. So, you know, bring on the enduro format for Beth. I think she's gonna be a lot closer to the to the pointy end this, this weekend. Yeah.
0: She's,
3: she's also
2: still, she's still in fifth. So let's not count her out. You know, she's still near the top of those rankings. And we're well, talking she's about to get oh, past Sophie not...
3: Coldwell. I mean I Sophie ah. at the moment. Sophie at the moment isn't going to Malibu, but I think with the form she's in, knowing Cassandra's not going, is she going to change her mind? I wonder if the fans, the cheetah fans, can persuade her to go to Malibu. <laughs> Do
2: yeah. they get a choice? I would they go. Vote.
3: I would go if I was her. Like, yeah, and she's got a chance of getting on a podium in the Super League.
0: Tim's trying to change the subject because he doesn't want me to ask him about Taylor Spire because because Tim let him let her go in the draft. <laughs> 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 Thanks very much. Hey, listen,
3: I think, um, yeah, I mean, Taylor executed perfectly. I mean, as Vicky said, transitions are everything here and it's not just the transition it's the say it's we're talking a bike to run it's the last 100 meters of the bike she is not complacent she's putting herself and even at the when you've done your transition and jumped on the bike she's attacking straight away she's not looking back in that last race I thought she might have wasted waited for Cassandra but of the four laps she led three off the front and they had to work hard to catch her she is um, she's dangerous. Um, and I did let her go. You're right. It was a tough decision. Um, you know, I, I, whether to, to keep her on as the the only eagle that is racing this year from last year um, or do I um, go for a whole fresh team? I, I still stand by my decision. Listen, Taylor's a, a real talent, but you've got to go on form. And I picked Non-Stanford, um, you know, from the European champs performance and from her team relay performance, which was really, really important. <clears throat> but it's not, not going to be the Georgia Taylor-Brown show this year. She's going to have a work cut out to, um, sorry,
0: to, to win the series. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Maybe there's going to be a... I've got, vo- some, rhino, I've got some rhino dung stuck down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Iris is running the through the Eagles team at Munich. We'll see. Um, but I think you're right when you say it's not going to be the Georgia-Taylor-Brown show. Did she perform unders? Did she... I mean, she said she was felt... She felt sluggish coming down from altitude and, and and maybe that is her version of sluggish, still finishing on the podium, but she didn't have that same, um, that run that she has looked a little heavier than maybe it could have before. Uh, Maka, what do you think, being that, being her, like what did she say afterwards?
1: That was exactly what she said. She said, look, I've just come down from altitude. I, I felt fantastic in stage one and then it just sort of felt lethargic as, as the racing went on. I said, she you, you're a great poker player because you didn't look as Lethargy said, Yeah, it was just that little bit. I just felt off. And and she's I think she she's very, very happy where she's at. I think there was a lot of for her to take away as she, you know, she's learning this altitude thing. I think she's going to come stronger. I've I've been in that same position. I think we all have who have trained up at altitude. When you come down, you just feel yeah, blah. You just don't have that that punch. But it seems to come back around after eight or nine days when you when you come back down. So I expect more from her in Munich. And I do think she's going to build through the series. We saw that last year, and we'll see it again this year.
0: Who does an enduro suit? Um, I'll just look back at the last enduro we had was in Jersey last year where Jess Limon smashed everyone. Um, Georgia Taylor-Brown finished second, about 30 seconds ahead of Cassandra Beaugrand. Beth Potter was fifth. Taylor Spivey, eighth. Was the In fact, I think there was a Holland in there in fourth in Jersey. Um, <laughs> I mean, who does this suit out of our current field? Bix, I'll ask you because you're the one who – uh, who races this one?
2: I think, as we said with Beth going back to what happened to her in this race this weekend in London, round one swim is almost more important than ever because there's no there's no stop, there's no time to reset, so you have to be up there at the beginning if you're not up there at the beginning, you can just find that that elastic gets pinged and pinged and pinged, and you get yourself timed out on the ninety second rule. So swimming well on round one and making a bike pack is super important. There's absolutely no time to let up or you will get timed out of the race. So the top swimmers are loving an enduro format. And the ones who perhaps didn't have the swim they would like to have had in London, your likes of Non-Stanford, who said her swim number one, she just really struggled with. Beth, who didn't have a great swim one. Those girls have really got to pick it up this time. Otherwise, they're never going to get in the race again. But someone like a Georgia always swims pretty solidly. Emma Jeffcoat, we saw her swim fantastically. Cassandra Beaugrand led out the swim. Taylor Spivey right up there. Sean Rainsley hopefully won't get taken out by a scorpion, I think it may have been, on uh, corner one. Um,
3: unbelievable, unbelievable.
2: I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not throwing anyone under a bus here, but I have heard there may they have been a them, scorpion. Throwing
3: them under a bicycle. God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, those people will benefit, I'm sure.
1: The Scorpion sting.
0: Yeah. That's what you call it, is it? Okay. All right. We'll do anything to win. That's fair enough. And uh, look, and speaking of the swim, let's move on to the men because there was plenty of controversy um, in the men's stage one swim. It's been well documented. Uh, Matt Hauser was penalized pretty severely. In fact, it's the most severe penalty in Super League uh, for a false start. He has to wait for five seconds after the last person. Passes him, and he came out of the water uh, second. Uh, it turned out in the end because it was Jamie Riddle that did the false start, but Matt Hauser was penalised for it, um, which obviously is a uh, a situation we don't want happening ever. Um, but Matt Hauser, and let's just follow this thread through. I w- he was gone for me. He was last by the end of stage one. He managed to get back to only twelve seconds behind, and then that entire gap was evaporated in that second stage swim. Now, like, he was gone for all money. I remember saying in the commentary, if he finishes in the top five, it'll be a miracle. He ended up finishing second, and I think really laid down a marker. After the anger and frustration went away, I think he's taking a lot of confidence from being able to do what he did, given the circumstances under which he found himself. Um, we'll get everyone's thoughts on this. Mac, we'll start with you. I mean, Matty Hauser was just... He, he was angry, and then the frustration ran out halfway through stage three. He got ran down, but what a performance.
1: Look, we were heartbroken. Uh, I think, you know, you saw the frustration when, when Michael Thompson, the technical director, held him down there. He was like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. You know, we, we, we saw that frustration. And as you said, I thought it was game over. In Super League racing, you can't give up five seconds, but it shows the form he is in. He marched his way through that second stage. That second swim, I think, I was going back and looking at some of the old videos. It would have to be the best second swim we've ever seen in the second stage with the last swim. I remember a similar one in Hamilton Island by um, um, the young Slovenian. What's his name? I can't remember. Great swim. He used to swim with Alistair. Um, He had a great second swim to win that stage. Varga. Yes, Varga. That was the best outside of Varga's performance in Hamilton Island. I've yet to see. It was amazing. Matt Houser's race there was incredible. It put him back in the race, and I so think it was
3: a Benji Sampson swim maker. Benji Sampson. It really
1: was. It really was. And and but across the board, he bites well. He ran well. He, you know, like he's doing. He, he, he's really come of age as an athlete. And this distance, this style of racing, really suits Matt. In my opinion, he's the form athlete at, of the series, and he's well in front of the others. You know, I, I know we see Hayden winning this thing, but I, I think come as Vicky said, come enduro time this weekend. With him able to, to be at the front from the onset for the performance he does in the swim, he's going to be very, very difficult to unleash. And that second and third swims this week in Munich are going to put him right in the box seat to take the title this weekend.
3: Oh, I mean, this weekend, you know, from talk about turning disaster into success, that, that, that's, that is how you do it. You know, um, the, the maturity he raced up once it had happened, he could have done one of two things, thrown his toys out the pram or execute, as Maka said, one of the best, put-together Super League triple mixes we have ever seen, and that is what he did. He fell short at the end, but to come from being held from the end of the swim plus five seconds, I mean, that's like a 25-second hold. Can you imagine in a Super League, everyone's starting and you've got to stand on the pontoon for 25 seconds and then to finish second is unheard of. Um, Yeah, no, I think as as an athlete, he's taken massive confidence. Um, I think the Scorpions messed up big time. And I'll tell you why, and you can't go changing this, is they've signed on. Um, uh, oh, I've forgotten his name now. You've my got big. It, uh, my my massive call <laughs> on this. I've <We've> forgotten <laughs> Oh, no. I forgot. I've told, his name's gone. Ryan Fisher. You signed on, Ryan Fisher. He is one of Matty House's big best friend, And I think just uh, the synergy they have is so great to see them. They're a hell of a long way from home. And, um, yeah, I I just think he's a lot more calm. He's got his uh, girlfriend, his partner with him as well. Both of them have. They're travelling around. They're very chilled. Um, So, yeah, I really appreciate that, Maka. But, yeah, yeah, Matty Hauser, he did what Matty Hauser did, does best. And um, I'm really excited. I think this weekend we'll talk about in a minute. But this weekend coming up in Munich, there's going to be a lot of tactics. Um, But, yeah, just talking about Matty Hauser, man, I I couldn't be more happy for himself, how he turned that around.
0: What about you, Vix? What do you think? Because I, I like I'm tr- I was trying to convince Annie the other day that Hauser's definitely the favorite for this series now, and she's like, no, nah, it's, it's still the Falcon. I mean, and fair enough, Hayden won the thing. Um, what do you, What do you think? Where do you fall?
2: Okay, well, cu- to quickly go back over Hauser, there's a couple of things I'd like to add because Tim, I remember you saying to me when we first found out for sure that it wasn't Matt Hauser who'd done the flyer at the start of the race. I mean, understandably, you are frothing, and I think I would have been too if I was just his team no, manager. Yeah. Um, I think your words were his whole series has been ruined. and right. I think that was, that was kind of how we felt about it, right? Like uh, something like that can really ruin the whole the whole race, not just the race, the whole series where he could lie. So the fact that he did what he did and did it with such maturity, exactly as you said, Tim, he had two options. He could have thrown the towel in, you know, lost his head, or just keep his head down. And what he did, he did so well. I mean, on that first bike, he held the back of the main pack the whole time and even gained a little bit on them on the last lap and then ran half of them down on the run. That was unbelievable. Even at the end of round one, he put himself in not a disastrous position. Like, that was super impressive. And just to very quickly touch on the officials I feel like they get a hard rap. And I know why, because we rely on them to do such an important job. Like the races don't go ahead without them. But they also, they get a bit of a hard gig, don't they? Because we don't really give them maybe the credit that they deserve or that they're they're due most of the time. And then something goes wrong and we all pile in. Um, And and it makes sense, you know. That was that was a disaster move for Matt Hauser and the Eagles. Of course, it was. But as a general rule, they do a fantastic job. So, just wanted to give a little shout out to the the, the poor officials who are probably sat in a dark corner somewhere now, rocking backwards and forwards, and hoping that it doesn't happen again. Yeah. But going forward this weekend and for the rest of the series, I do think Hauser is going to push Hayden. I think it's going to be those two all the way. I don't see anyone else getting super close to them, not from the form we saw this weekend. Yes, things change. One thing worth noting for me was the very last athlete out the water on swim one was Hayden Wild. So Hayden was the 20th out of 20 athletes out the water. Now, Hayden's been swimming really well recently. He was a brilliant at the Commonwealth Games. He's had some cracking swims. His swim has improved, but that was a really bad swim for him. He then got away with that. Because he bikes and runs so well, but and had Houser Matt Houser wasn't at the front
3: pushing it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly, had Matt Hauser not had the incident that he had, would Hayden have been able to get back up to him? And that's where the that's where this enduro is going to be really interesting because it's going to end up being Matt Hauser's swim strength versus can Hayden then get himself back in the race with his bike strength? And I think that's going to be the battle all day long when we come to Munich.
0: Yeah, obviously we, we are without Alex Yee, so that changes things somewhat as well, but we did have the Commonwealth Games podium at the front, which is exactly how we expected it to play out. Now, there has been a little bit of controversy around the swim, because um, Chase McQueen felt like he deserved to be in the swim points, given that Jamie Riddle needed to be, who was the one who did the false start, we haven't mentioned his name yet, um, was meant to be disqualified, which he has since been disqualified from the swim points, but Jamie Riddle's second swim was the third fastest swim of the day. So, um, that not means surprised, that, not surprised, just saying. Say, surprised. Well, you might not be surprised, but I can tell you Chase McQueen very surprised and did not believe <laughs> it was possible. Well, uh, Chase, McQueen totally needs to go
3: away. Chase McQueen needs to go away with Michelle and do his homework. That's all I'm saying.
2: Ooh.
3: Yeah, there's a bit of
0: a, not a heated discussion, but, a a, a spirited exchange of ideas, let's call it, uh, it's, it's, around it's this.
3: the Eagles. The Eagles are all over the Sharks. It's as simple as that. I mm. mean, we've got oh. Manny Hauser and Jamie Riddle first and third, and we've got the Sharks second and fourth in the swim creams because um, obviously um, Hayden, A-Reed. not Hayden, sorry. Um, my names A-Reed. are terrible today. A-Reed. Taylor Ede Taylor has, ju- has jumped up there. But you've got to remember, my boys are looking after my boys, while those boys are off the front going hard, and they're leaving their team captain Hayden Wild off the back. So I think they've got to stop swimming. You know, it's it's. I mean, like I agree, totally agree with Vicky. It's not so much Matty against Hayden; it is the teams against the teams. I mean, we had we would have had three eagles in the league group if Manny Hauser hadn't have got the penalty. Um, but obviously then we wouldn't have had Jamie Riddle. But the Sharks did not have their main guy. And as Vicky said, he was chasing. And um, so they really need to be careful next week that they don't alienate their contender because that you can't reset after a swim-bike run. It is go again, go again. And say he catches them at the end of the run, they're going to dive in and, and the, 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 the Eagles are just going to... going You can't really fly in the swim, but they're just going to be all over the Sharks again.
0: So you're, and, you're, yeah, you're telling your Eagles boys to look after Matt and to see Matt through at any point that he needs to be, based on the maybe on yeah. the ride and run, if Hayden's there, or what? What are you telling them? I, I don't think look after,
3: but I, I think, I, th- I think the endura. You definitely got to race your own race. But, you know, in the in when you get the rests, we can reset, and we did have if certain things happen, the short shoot was going to certain people. Um, but in this race, it's the fluidity. I just they just got to do what they did last weekend. They've got to commit to it. I mean, Emilio Holmes, you know, I mean, he got the short shit out. of nowhere. no one saw that coming. He's technically so proficient on the bike. I mean, you—I saw you guys. He—he—he he he was on the edge taking those corners. That's the commitment they need. And I think sometimes the the guys, you know, I mean, Alistair, you know, he's got to get some of his guys up the front. Um, you know, um, Shaga, I mean, he's got to start looking out for Jonathan as well. Not Alistair, sorry. And, um, yeah, you know, Baxter's got to start. off. Shaga. <laughs> Shaga, Shaga, Shaga. He's from Israel.
0: Cha-cha, Segu.
2: Tim, you're the chair
0: today, I've had too many espresso today. Alistair, Johnny, you mean?
3: Oh, my gosh, so I, I give up. He's a hard
2: weekend talking
3: about the, ele- the I'll be talking about the elephant the elephants and the and the, uh, the, 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 the tigers <laughs>
2: <laughs> so oh my
0: days before we move on from the swim because there's so much oh. argument now between I mean Maddie Hauser doesn't care he's at the front now uh, yeah riddle whether he's disqualified or not Chase reckons he's better than that Taylor's <laughs> in there as well at some point we need to settle this who's the quicker swimmer scenario. That- I say we do a swim skins.
3: Yeah. We, we, we put some money on the line and we let the boys go mano a mano, open water, one of the events.
0: Yeah, I think so. Because there's
1: going yeah,
3: to
2: be a little but, bit of a... Well, bit you of can better.
1: also... It's one thing to be the fastest, but, you know, to be the fastest swimmer, you need to get through the hustle and bustle of the start. So having these time trials doesn't work. In my opinion, Matt Hauser is the best swimmer in the field at this moment. There's no question about it, you know, and Chase McQueen and all of are probably technically just as fast but shows pontoon position matters where you start getting off the off the blocks matters and if you get caught up and don't get around that first boy then you can be the fastest swimmer you get caught up with the other athletes you're not getting through so super league is about timing that start nailing it and getting off the block super quick getting around that first boy with clear water and then having the ability to maintain the pace and matt hauser the, the size of athlete he is and his reaction pace which gave him a false false start um, is, is what's the difference
0: yeah uh, that's He's- absolutely true and that, that there's no question that they're the top boys at the moment Hauser took the swim points from Reed, and then Riddle obviously we talked about in the bike uh, Alex Shee was faster so he picked up both points for the Rhinos obviously we're not going to see him again but then it was Hauser Wild in the bike and Wild Hauser in the run so there's a clear delineation between the guys that are chasing at the front and the rest and the rest I suppose are led by Tyler Mislechuk and Johnny Brownlee and Tyler, obviously, had a, it's lovely to see him back in form. He's had COVID three times. Uh, he's had personal things going on. He's had injury. injury. Uh, he, he said, he, I'm back, and he was, which was great for the Scorpions. And then I guess the other part of that question or that statement is that, ha- have we seen Johnny Brownlee's best? Um, because, you know, he was fifth. He was there or thereabouts. I think he's going to have to get better as we go along. His swim, by his own admission, with his elbow is, and wrist is not the greatest. But it hasn't been that long since it happened. So, I mean, Tim, starting with you. I mean, what do you think about, first of all, Tyler's return to form and then Johnny rounds out the top five?
3: It's brilliant to see Tyler back. I mean, I was in Tokyo at the Olympic test event and that was just, that was like a, that was a championship race. It really was. And he delivered. To come here... I mean, in Commonwealth Games, he had a mechanical at the bike, so we didn't get to see him perform. To his, to, well, you know, he got he he had to stop on the bike. So it's all very well saying that you're in that shape, but to actually execute it, the worst place to try and do that is on the super League stage because it is okay. so unforgiving. And he did it. There is so much more for him to come. Johnny's going to grow into this series. He did, he, he, you know, he, he, he's he is the the experienced athlete. Um, now Vince isn't here for these races. Um, yeah, he will be, he be really looking forward to the Endura. He's a real strength-based athlete. He's got that, he knows that first run. He's got to hang on. So when he dives in the swim, he's ahead of Manny Hauser. Um, you know, so maybe the two of them can form a breakaway. Maybe. The other athlete we're not talking about, and, and I really felt for him at the weekend, is Vasco. Last mm. year, he finished fourth in the series, um, He was walking to to rack his bike and there was brake fluid leaking all the way from his bike. So Georgia Taylor-Brown stepped up and lent him her bike. And in England, we have the rear brake is our left. Well, in Europe, it's the rear brake brake is your right. So Vasco raced on a bike he'd never ridden on, in a position he'd never ridden on, with brakes the wrong way round. He was totally on the back foot. So, um, yeah, and they were on the short shoot as well. The Rhinos with Sergio Baxter up there as well. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I I don't think I think I think it's I think the podium's open, but I think fighting for the top top spot is going to be the Hayden and um, uh, Maddie Hauser show.
0: Yeah, I think you're absolutely correct. But yeah, I I can't that 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 bike swap. He didn't even have time to change the positioning of the bike at all. So he was riding in essentially George's position, which I mean, Vic, that's ridiculous.
2: It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Georgia said to me afterwards, she said, I can't believe that the saddle even is in the same position. Like nothing had been moved on a bike at all. So to try and race at that level, at that intensity on a bike that doesn't fit you, has not been fit around you is bonkers. And as you touched on that, I hadn't even thought about the brakes, Tim, the fact that they'd have been back to front and anybody who knows how how hard you have to pull on some of those corners. Um, that That's not great when they're the wrong way around and you haven't kind of uh, had time to practice that. So super impressive from Vasco there. And yeah, OK, not the day that he probably would have been been dreaming of for London. But I think we're going to see him back. I think he's in good enough shape. And his teammate, Sergio, they are on the same team, aren't they? They're both Rhinos. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sergio, I My think, hard is the breakout star. yeah not you Tim uh I think he's the breakout star of this year let alone coming to Super League he's been fantastic so far this season young Spanish lad who's really improved he's won a World Cup this year already his his trajectory is absolutely skyrocketing at the moment and to deliver how he did in London in the sprint finish with Tyler and Johnny coming in just behind Johnny I thought was super impressive and I think we're going to see really good things from him
0: yeah, that's a that's a huge confidence boost. I think when Vasco's bike was was he suddenly realised it wasn't working, they couldn't fix it in time. He just grabbed the closest bike, and it turned out to be Georgia's. And he yelled out to Georgia, "Hey, uh, can I use your bike?" And I think Georgia was like just saying, "Yeah, thanks. I had a great race." Didn't hear what he said. so was like, "That's good enough. <laughs> that's good enough." I'm taking.
2: Yeah. It. I think he said something to her. Georgia. Did say he said something to her along the lines of "Thanks for the bike," and she went, "Huh." Eh? <laughs> she's like, oh okay right that's happening then and georgia being georgia she's absolutely fine about it
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic all right um obviously one thing, right? Um, yeah.
3: Sorry, one thing we haven't talked about at all is hayden
0: wild yeah well like yeah it, it seems like everything's revolving around him right so we don't have to, we just go hayden one let's think about who can beat him but we haven't talked about you know how, how good he is
3: that was such a mature performance. I, he messaged me this morning, and I, I messaged him last night saying I watched it, and I haven't seen him race like that ever. He wasn't chest out on the front trying to be the fastest. He was he was racing tactically, and he's never done that before. And even he said, oh, I should maybe race like that more often. I'm like, no, don't bother, mate. Um <laughs> You know, like, you know, when it came to to the corners on the run, he was first into the dead turn, first out. He couldn't control the acceleration. When it came to that, that last swim... As he schooled Matty Hauser. He got in the water first. Maddie Hauser got alongside him. He got in the pocket on his hip, and he slowed him down. He didn't care how slow they swam. He, he didn't. He was not going to sit on the feet because there's a chance of the elastic. He got in there, and he was he was a disruptor. He took the inside line on both those boys. That wasn't by chance or luck. He knew what he had to do to stay in the game. And yeah, if he changes his style of racing from going as hard as he can for as long as he can. And thinking no one's gonna have the balls to go with him. Um, if he races like that, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be hard for, for Maddie to beat him. It, it really is. But yeah, hat, a tip of the hat to Hayden because uh, Macca and I both said that we thought Alex Yee was gonna school him. And man, I think we've both eaten our hats.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, true, isn't it, Macca? What did you think of that too? The one thing he didn't know was that Maddie had the short shoot. So he thought he had him in the pocket there. So he didn't realise that. So he, he still had enough to dig deep and come over the top of him and well in the end. Yeah,
1: look, Hayden always
0: has that <clears throat> incredible
1: bike skills. You know, coming from that mountain bike background in New Zealand, we've seen it his whole time in Super League racing. His his skills are impeccable and his ability to move through groups is amazing. So he has that trump card up his hand. But I I agree with Tim that... The, the experience showed in that in that that last swim where he got right on Matty House's hip and dragged him back like a pair of board shorts. We after losing ten seconds to him in the swim before, actually more than ten seconds in the in the stage two swim. So that was that was fantastic racing, and, and I think he, he he's building into the athlete that he is. We know he's an Olympic bronze medalist. He's a Commonwealth Games silver medalist. He's leading the the world rankings at the moment. He's and he's really becoming and racing like the athlete that that the results show. And in the past, we've always talked about the inexperience of Hayden Wild. That's done. He's he's a player now and, and he's racing as such. And he is the one, as you said, we're all looking to, all the team managers are looking to to oust Hayden Wild and to isolate him. And that's going to be the discussions this week. And it'll be interesting to see what tactics go into this week's racing to dislodge him because if left to his own devices, it'll be very, very difficult to beat.
0: One thing that I like about Hayden is that he's, he's, I guess he's gotten the maturity now to just be exactly who he is. So after the race, he went and bought like this huge box of Lego, right? And brought it with him on the plane. And he's been sitting at, sitting in Munich building a Lego Land Cruiser. Like, you know, you've got to just you've got to be confident in who you are if you're going to go and buy Lego and like I just like to build Lego. So you know, screw everybody else, you know. And then, then he's been sending me photos. I've just finished the engine on the Land Cruiser. Check it out. Like, this is what he's been doing here in Munich, which is completely weird, but I appreciate the fact that he's got the confidence to just be exactly who he is now. And and if he wants to build Lego as a 22-year-old man, you know what? He can. That's exactly He's it. only
3: 22. Oh, my God.
0: 24, isn't he? I don't know. 20, like, once you get to 40, everyone looks the same age, man. I'm just assuming he's 22 because they all are. True, true, true. All right, let's go. Let's finish up with some... Um, with some predictions, uh, let's see our podiums for the Enduro in Munich uh, coming up this weekend. All the details, of course, to see it is at uh in your specific country or, of course, on YouTube as well. So, uh, Bix, let's start with you. Who wins the women's? Who's the podium? Who's the men's podium?
2: Oh, okay. Uh, women, I think Cassandra's probably going to do the business again. Uh, I think... Georgia and Taylor are going to be really hard to look beyond as a little bit of a wild card. I think Beth will be better this week than she was last week. Um, so we could see her back up there too. And I think on the men's side, I think Matty might have enough. I think if he plays his swim card correctly, I think he might just about have enough to hold off Hayden. Um, so I'll go Matty, Hayden, and then I'm going to elevate Johnny up to third.
0: Okay. Maca, what do you think? Oh, I
1: concur with everything Vicky said. I I think Matty Houses on the on the men's side He's going to go in very very angry. On the women's side, i I think George is going to 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 come over the top of Taylor Spivey, but I think Taylor will be on the on the podium again. And, and Cassandra is the woman to beat. She she loves the enduro format. I think she's shown the form, and she'll be the the woman to beat overall.
0: Have you got anything at all, Tim, to say that's different to that? Because I've got I to – not that anyone cares what I think, but I pretty much agree with those two, unfortunately. Yeah, no,
3: I've got a few things. I think, um, yeah, Cassandra might get beaten because, remember, the um, you've got that crazy run and she's not good at transitions. You've got that crazy run from the transition down that slope, the Manny Houser steps. But I think, yeah, after the first – in the second swim, Cassandra, Taylor and Georgia are going to check out and that, that's going to be a fight between the three of them. Yeah, you would put it on Cassandra, but, you know, it could be the smaller things could make a big difference. On the men, yeah, I think, again, that the, 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 the first run and second swim, Matty's got to go with people. So if Tyler um, Mishlachuk, he swims well, if he has a good start, I can see, yeah, it'd be Hayden. I mean, I can see it being Matty, Tyler Mishlachuk and Jonathan Brownlee on the podium, unless Hayden Wilde can... If he, starts the, if he starts the second swim with them, he'll sit there because, as Mac has said, he's so good at slowing people down. But if he's not on that group, he's, he's not going to get on the podium just to throw a cat amongst the people.
0: Well, Johnny was so cool. good there last year, but it was a completely different format. I want to put Vasco in the top three. I mm. don't know. I mean, I just we don't know where he's at, but I'd love to see him, You know, considering what he did with that other bike. And I think Kenji's come this good. Is a I mean, Kenji's a smart about- pick from you, Yeah,
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, he's, a consistent, well,
0: he's a consistent... He threw up, up
1: mid-race. Yeah.
0: yeah it was Kenji's a good he, I mean, oh,
3: yeah. It was really good. They had to wash the carpet mid-race. I was watching them going, what they do? Oh,
0: no. So he's, got, <laughs> he's had a virus like four weeks ago, and now every time he's at his absolute limit, he's, he vomits all the time, and it didn't used to happen. He like has a gag reflex when he's at like when he's in zone five, he just spews. So I'm like, welcome to the family, mate. But like, um, <laughs> that's, that's uh, that's super
2: league. So, hey. like super league, you never have to go hard in super league. So he'll be absolutely fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So apart from the fact that he spews every time he, he works hard, um, I just think he's getting better and better and becoming more and more of a feature in the top six. Um, Kenji Nina, just getting better as, as time goes on. Anyway, we've run out of time. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for your efforts. I am in Munich already. I will awesome. see all of you very, very soon, and we'll do it all again. Thank you for your time.
1: Cheers,
2: gang. You.